Good evening. This is Peter Hammond in the studio for From the Front Line, and we are at the tail end in the third week of our three-week intensive Great Commission course. So tonight we're going to be hearing first-hand testimonies from Great Commission course participants of the different evangelism encounters in the streets and lessons we've learned on the course. And sitting opposite me first is Ryan Underwood, who has traveled the furthest. He's come all the way from Georgia, USA. Ryan, good to have you here. What led you to come to this course? Thank you, Dr. Hammond. It is good to be here. I had planned to come to South Africa this winter in order to teach at a missionary college in Barberton, South Africa. I had been following the work of Frontline Fellowship for a number of years, and after corresponding with you, I learned that the Great Commission course began the very day my lectures ended. So I saw the hand of providence in it, and I decided to attend. Excellent. Well, um, you were lecturing on Greek and Hebrew at Back to the Bible Mission, our very good friends. I've been lecturing there for the last 15 years, and we know General Mulder and Taniel Reza, they do spectacularly great work. Students from as many as 20 countries around Africa at any one time. They can have 60 different languages on the campus. And with faculty and staff, there can be over 100 people at any one time. They have days of prayer. They have days of fasting. Very spiritually minded. Lots of outreaches. Go through three-year program, going through every book of the Bible and everything else that a good pastor or evangelist or missionary needs. So wonderful that you could be part of that. Um, what were some of your insights at Back to the Bible Mission? Back to the Bible College is a school dedicated to fulfilling the Great Commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. As you mentioned, they have close to 100 students from 15 countries at present, and they are thoroughly Bible-based, thoroughly Reformed, and they uh, know how to put the gospel into action. So, Lots of outreaches. Very hands-on. Yes. So it was an honor to be amongst them. The students were all attentive, eager, and they did well in their studies. Even though we were teaching them Greek and Hebrew. Which, exactly. Um, that's a challenge. So on this Great Commission course, Ryan, what has particularly struck you or what have you found interesting and helpful? The Great Commission course is dedicated to training mind, body, and spirit for the fulfillment of the Great Commission. I found that they have done that successfully. We have had great lectures from experienced missionaries and pastors. We have had uh, excellent physical uh, fitness training, uh, self-defense training, uh, hikes, and various other outreaches, as well as edifying devotions and times for fellowship. We uh, went out on Sundays to preach in local congregations and the opportunity was excellent. And any highlights in particular, uh, interesting encounters you've had? I believe that my uh, favorite or most interesting encounter was in the uh, Boycarp or Melee district. Dealing Muslim with, evangelism. Yes, mm. dealing with Muslim evangelism. We went with uh, Dr. Hammond's son-in-law, Hunter Combe, and were able to witness to the people in that community. We met uh, a variety of people, young and old, who were caught up in the errors of Islam. And we were able to dialogue with them and bring God's word to them. Also, I remember in Franschik, there was a man who asked us to pray for his son. 
and for himself, that he might be a good father and bring up his son in the fear and nurture of the Lord. And that really gets to the heart of what our, uh, mm. what our witness should be about. It's about training up parents uh, who are uh, strengthened to raise their children in the, in the love of Christ for future generations, thinking multi-generationally. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of the Great Commission. Now, you are a teacher and a minister of the gospel in the United States. Have you found uh, the physical training of here challenging, some of the hikes and so on? I found it challenging and enjoyable. Excellent. Well, as we prepare for next person to come in here, John, let's have you. John has traveled all the way from Zimbabwe, and it's good on this course. We've got pastors and teachers from America, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and participants from all over South Africa. Well, it's wonderful to have you, John. Uh, you've traveled quite widely and extensively in many countries, and you've got a large amount of, of experience, and yet you came to this Great Commission course too. You're a graduate of Bible Institute, and you've been at the Billy Graham World Evangelism Conference up in um, the Netherlands and many great events. But uh, you still traveled a long way, all the way from the Zambezi River uh, down to Cape Town. What motivated you to come and join us? Well, learning does not end, and it ends till one goes into the grave. So one of the most important things that motivated me was the church planting I'm involved in. And as I said, we needed more information and uh, updates and uh, reviews in my life. So I find it very important as I had great commission course. And this is about preaching the good news to every person in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of involved in something like that. So I thought my coming down here would enhance what I'm doing. Excellent. So what have been some of the surprising or interesting or helpful things for you while you've been in the course? Well, I think uh, the, uh, getting up early in the morning, of which I'm used to, but uh, as a routine from Monday to Saturday, it was quite challenging, but I enjoyed it. And uh, doing some exercises every morning to make our body fit, that was very exciting in my life. And an eye-opener, and I think I should carry on doing that because it helps my body to get fit all the time, especially as I move up and down doing ministry. And on top of that, I'm also involved in uh, sporting, like training young boys who are 12 to 17 years. And I normally meet them every afternoon, doing some exercises with them. So this uh, morning PT, I think it also helped me a lot. And uh, I think I'm geared to go and do it further with my boys. And they'll be surprised to see some new tactics I'm bringing from South Africa. Good. Well, (coughs) physical training is an important part of it. We stretch minds and muscles. And, of course, there's also the hikes and the night hikes. How have you found that Lion's Head and Newlands Forest? Yeah, well, I think the Newlands uh, night uh, hike was uh, something that uh, challenged me, and I enjoyed it, in fact, because when we were uh, approached by our enemies, so we call them, we called duck, and when I ducked, I didn't feel that I hurt my knee, but I I realized it later when I was back at the the station that, oh, my knee is in pain. So, but I enjoyed it, and... uh, it helps us to be alert all the time and to work together as a team 
and to coordinate as we work together uh, to accomplish whatever will be laid ahead of us, especially our mission of smuggling Bibles into the other territories. Yes, indeed. And uh, have you found some of the outreaches? Any interesting encounters you've had on the streets? Yes, I think I would say the Mananbeg was uh, something of a great high highlight. When we went to Mananbeg, Mananbeg is uh, one of the colored communities here in South Africa. There, they say it's a gangsterism uh, community of which we, uh, we were not very aware. So we did our ministry innocently, but later we were told by an, a certain mother, oh, this area is dangerous, so be careful. But, uh, well, yes, we can tell from the action of the young men and young uh, ladies there that, well, when they look at you, they look at you with an eye that communicates something, but you couldn't <laughs> tell what is it. But unfortunately or fortunate enough, I we met one God-fearing mom in the midst of uh, that gangster community who said, can you pray for me? I am looking after this grandmother, but I am also grateful for my house. I have a home which I call it's mine. So we prayed outside the yard, and that was uh, something that encouraged me. That even though a sin or <clears throat> something bad is happening in Mananbeg, but there are also God-fearer people, uh, people who fears the Lord in the same uh, community. Yes. Have you had the opportunity to pray with people on the streets? Oh, yes, we have had uh, many opportunities to pray with people. Uh, we went to uh, Waterfront. It's one of the popular tourist, uh, tourism community here in South Africa, where we met this mom. It's a Kosa lady. But when I was talking with another person, she overheard what I was saying. And she started talking about uh, her challenges with uh, a pastor. And I could tell that there is a big problem. So I encourage her to focus on herself because this pastor will die one day and she will also die one day. But the question is, where will she go or where will the pastor go? So I encourage her to uh, follow Jesus on a personal note and to give her life to Jesus. And uh, later she said, can you pray for me? Yes, we prayed for her and she was very relieved and she was very happy. <clears throat> Excellent. Thank you so much, John. Anything else that particularly impressed you or that you'd like to leave with the listeners, some lesson that you learned that you think would be a blessing? Yes, I think uh, being obedient is uh, one of the most important things, especially to this call, to the Great Commission uh, course or a Great Commission call by the Lord Jesus Christ. I think we need to be obedient to that call and do the work the Lord Jesus is calling us to do. Thank you so much, John. Good to have had you here. Thank you. Well, our course has included daily PT, regular hikes, mountain climbing, studying examples of excellence for missionary history, especially from the Great Essential Missions, which is a textbook, and studies and missionary models that we've seen in the Book of Acts. We've done the whole way of the Master and Evangelism Explosion Training, the Call for Discernment Seminar, Muslim Evangelism, Understanding Hinduism and Animism, We've done day trips to historic sites and mission stations, outreaches as far afield as Franschuk, Burkop, Mannenberg, one-on-one -on -one personal evangelism on the streets and mass literature distribution, work parties, um, because missions is also physical work, Sunday church services, and there's been assignments, exams, and all kinds of practicals. In fact, people did the exams yesterday, and I'm working on 
mock exams now. And uh, despite cold, wet weather, we're persevering. We're staying steadfast, trying to stay faithful to the Lord, to his word and to his work. We've also got Jackie who comes from Zambia, but she has a ministry in Benoni at the moment. Jackie, welcome. What led you to come to the Great Commission course? Um, I came to the Great Commission course because I wanted to learn more about missions. I wanted to increase my knowledge in missions. And what has particularly surprised you or impressed you at the course or have you found particularly helpful? Um, at this course, a lot of things have really... Um, a lot of things have really impressed me. One of the things is the the Great Commission. The revelation that I had in the Great Commission course, like in missions, I, I discovered to say mission is for everyone. I'll be frank, in the past I thought mission was just for certain people, but when I came here, I realized that mission is a command from God, especially the Matthew, Matthew 28, 18, 19. It says, go ye. I thought it was only for people that are in full-time ministry. And most of the times, I would spend more time on people that were already saved. But when I realized that it's a command for everyone to go and win souls, that's the heartbeat of God, my heart changed. I felt the compassion of the Lord. Even when I go home, my ministry will never be the same. I had focused on just maybe concentrating on the people that are already saved, encouraging them. I used to do soul winning, but it was once in a, once in a week. But with this time, the revelation and the emphasis that I got, I'll go and increase. And then mm. I realized to say the gospel is about preaching Jesus alone, mm. salvation. So have you had the opportunity to pray with people on the streets doing outreaches during this course? Yes, I had uh, opportunity to, pay, to pray with people on the streets. And also the other thing that I had enjoyed was when we visited the Muslim community. It's something that I had never done before. I used to shun Muslims. But this time when we went to evangelize in the community, they were open. A frontline... Um, Great Commission course opened my eyes to say, even in the places where we would shine, to say, no, that's the Muslim community, we cannot go there. It was open. Excellent. And how have you found uh, some of the challenges like PT and hikes and uh, the stretching the muscles part of this? Although it, uh, PT was a bit uh, difficult when I came, but now I have... I have uh, abducted, abducted to it. I've realized that it's important for a Christian to be fit physically and also spiritually. And uh, a physical exercise is something that I wasn't really keen on. But now I've realized that it is important. Even though my body was uh, pained for the first few days, but now I have abducted to it. And it's something that I'll go and continue when I get back mm. home. And the spiritual warfare, that was an emphasis on the first Saturday seminar. It was very beautiful. It was also an eye-opener that as Christians, we should always live a holy life. We should not open doors to the enemy so that he should have a stronghold. I learned a lot. 
and of course, these lectures we've been doing, many of them have been recorded. Now, it's not the same as being here, but those who want to benefit, if you go onto the Frontline Mission SA.org website, you'll be able to either listen to audios mm -hmm. on our sermon audio page or look at videos of presentations where those presentations were able to be videoed. Not everyone was. And uh, be able to benefit from that, and some of them even on the PowerPoints on our slide share. So uh, we've got the handbook, of course, as well, the Great Commission handbook, which uh, people can obtain uh, from us as well if people would like to see some of the textbooks or conduct some Great Commission seminar at your church yeah. or perhaps even midweeks. So I hope that you will have the opportunity to be multiplying this. Do you have plans to train your people in these principles? Definitely. It's my, num it's my first goal. When I go back, in fact, I'll even use the manual of the Great Commission. We're going to even add the Great Commission course as one of our major uh, subjects and courses in our, in our school. And we'll train and we'll even go to squatter camp where we usually, we usually do our, our ministry. And I'll also go and teach. Mm. Yes. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to share that you want to bless the listeners with something that challenged you on the course? Um, I, would want to, I would want to encourage people that are listening, especially even pastors. This course is not just for maybe missionaries, but even pastors, if they come here, there are a lot of things that they can learn to improve their ministry. I'll be, I'm an example. I just thought to say missionary was just for few people, but when I got the revelation to say it's for everyone, for sure my ministry will never be the same. So I can encourage people to come for the Great Commission course. Their lives will never be the same. They will learn one or two, three things that will improve and change their ministry or even their lifestyle. Thank you so very much, Jackie. Thank you. Well... <clears throat> If you're interested in our primary textbook, uh, the Great Commission Handbook, at the moment it's just in a ring-bound format, um, and it's over 200 pages. We hope to have it printed and published as soon as funds allow, but the Great Commission Manual has grown out of eight different editions of the Great Commission Manual over the years. We've been conducting Great Commission courses now for 24 years, since January 1997. And uh, the first one was held in Franschhoek in January 97. So the Great Commission course has grown. We've also done shortened versions of Great Commission seminars at churches, sometimes just for a weekend. But the ideal is a three-week course. And we've got the handbook. The two main handbooks are the Great Commission handbook and the Greatest Century of Missions books, which are available if you want to make use of it. And by making use of some of the audios and videos, it can help you. But nothing can replicate the workshops, the practicals, the my night hikes, the um, feet on the street outreaches. Now, Judah, you came to the Great Commission course last year and quite a few interesting things happened after that where you were able to put into practice some of what you learned. Yes, last year after the Great Commission course, about two months later, we had the opportunity to go on a mission trip with Frontline, a four-month mission trip into Mozambique, Malawi, Zambia, and it was a great help um, in the mission field to have been taught some of the um, things that people believe about animism, uh, Islam, and it was definitely very beneficial to me in the field. Well, you were thrown in the deep end. I think you thought you were going just to help, um, especially on vehicle support and so on. And when your team leaders ended up very sick with 
malaria and bilharzia, you suddenly found yourself having to lead and do things that you probably never thought you'd be doing before. Mm. And now you seem to be quite confident at teaching, preaching and leading. Yes, it, I was definitely stretched um, during that time and it was quite difficult, but the, I had to step up and fulfill the tasks that the leaders were going to be um, fulfilling. Um, yeah, our last month in the mission field, our leader got sick quite badly and was mostly bedridden. Um, so I was many times driving for over 14 hours from one location to the next where we were holding conferences. And um, yeah, it was quite a challenge, but uh, God was with us and we came back safely and were able to encourage and strengthen many Christians in the field. Yes, I mean, we never know what challenges we're going to face. That's why it's uh, train hard, fight easy. Uh, the better preparation we do, uh, the better we're going to manage in the field. And that's why, well, uh, victory loves preparation. Mm. And uh, so uh, being prepared definitely helped you because we don't know what challenges we're going to face in, in the different fields. And so the more preparation we get and the more we learn from history and examples of excellence, the better we can manage when we suddenly find ourselves in crises that we couldn't have imagined just a few weeks or months before. So Judah, this time you are one of the leaders in this course. That's quite a, a change in just one year. And uh, you've had to juggle a lot of things. Um, so how have you found it on this course? It's been quite a challenge uh, juggling work, but I've been able to assist and help out with the course. It's been great. And one of the big things that stood out to me this time is that everyone has a mission field. Um, maybe you think only missionaries do, but like Jackie said earlier, everyone um, received the great command, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And one of the great resources that we can use to do this is the way of the master um, by Ray Comfort. He and Kirk Cameron, they compiled this series where we confront people with the law and show them their need for salvation and that if they don't repent and turn away from their sins, they're destined for God's judgment. And we need to warn people about this. And it's not about if you have a mission field or not. It's just about where is that mission field. Maybe it's at work, maybe at home, maybe you have unsaved friends and family that need to hear the gospel. And it's your duty to share the gospel, the good news of Christ with them. So that was a great encouragement for me. Yes, work, school, college, uh, marketplace. Um, we are encountering people who need the gospel on a daily basis. So we fully integrate the Way of the Master basic evangelism training course into our Great Commission course programs and Evangelism Explosion. Uh, this year also the Call for Discernment uh, series as well from Justin Peters. I mean, these are all good tools. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. When we find excellent resources, we use them. Mm. And so on this course, we've uh, incorporated some phenomenal films, including from New Tribes Mission, Itao, and uh, The Atheist Delusion from Living Waters, the uh, different films on Sudan, and uh, films also on great missionary leaders like William Carey and Hudson Taylor. So there's, there's a lot that we can benefit from, and uh, we try to put it together, the case for Christ, evidences for uh, the resurrection, how to... Uh, evangelize effectively with atheists and skeptics. All of this has been been really helpful. So, Judah, you find yourself um, uh, fitter these days uh, with all the mountain climbing, PT, and all the rest? Um, I 
over the past few years, I've have been doing a lot of training um, as far as um, what do you call it? Ath athletics, training. yeah, athletics training, running and swimming and cycling. So um, it's nothing new to me, but I can see that many of the people that come for the GCC they they do struggle, and it is quite a challenge for them. But yeah, um, well, as you've had to lead a lot of the PT, you certainly um, see how important it is. Yeah, it's definitely very important, especially in the mission field. Some oftentimes you have to walk long distances, carry big loads, unpack trailers, repack trailers and buckies with many kgs of books and um, set up projectors and the Jesus form mm -hmm. stuff. So there's a lot of physical um, activities that end up happening during the course of a mission. Yes, in fact, um, the moment we finish uh, this radio recording, we're going to head off on a, mount, a climb over Tabor Mountain. And um, the idea is ascent in the light, see the sunset from top, sing hymns on top of Tabor Mountain and hike down the dark. And uh, that's a good simulation for a lot of missions out there. It's also a good analogy like Pilgrim's Progress for a whole discipleship walk, which has valleys and uh, steep inclines and there's hill difficulty and there's slough of despond and there's valley of the shadow of death. And so we, we've got to be uh, prepared for all kinds of ups and downs in our discipleship walk too, but press on uh, to the mark. And as far as moving tons of literature goes, we expect a container any time this week, which might still uh, arrive and we'll have... 17 to 18 tons of literature to offload, something like 4,000 packages uh, or parcels or boxes uh, to offload. And that happens every now and then. We call it frontline gym. Um, when you get into missions, you don't necessarily need a gym membership. You can get a lot of it just in the normal course of packing, unpacking, loading, preparing. Uh, so, Judah, anything particularly you want to challenge our listeners with of some important emphasis that you found during this course? One of the very encouraging examples that I found in this course is on one of our outreaches to Clipierville. There was a man named uh, Charles van Veek. Many of you might have known him from his book, Shooting Back. Um, but he's involved with a, a ministry in Clipierville, um, close to Durbanville. And there they minister in the squatter camps um, to people who are living in a lot of sin, um, drunkenness, adultery, and a lot worse, thieving, lying. The whole community is very badly affected by alcohol and drugs but and he's decided to go into that community start a good church and a school and sports ministry and we are privileged to join him for his um like his young men's teaching um series that they have every week with the young men in that community and i just want to encourage all the young men um, we are supposed to be examples of Christian living to the people around us. And that training for those young men in the community has made a huge difference to that community. Um, it's been a great example for the people around to see Christian young men standing up and doing the right thing, intervening in situations that are going bad, that, are, that we need to be showing the love of Christ and the, a Christian example of manliness in those situations that can be a huge help um, in all kinds of communities. And I see so many young men these days that are just couch potatoes. They're just selfish. Um, they're just in front of the computer all day doing their own thing, playing games, when we should be striving to help those around us that are in desperate need. Indeed. Get off the couch, out of the comfort zone, into the field. Thank you. So very much, Judah. And 
we also have had the great privilege during this course of having creation scientist, engineer, and author Dr. Philip Stott as a guest speaker. He's just come in this last week and giving us his testimony of ministering throughout Eastern Europe and Russia after the fall of the Berlin Wall on creation and a tremendous work. He's the engineer who constructed the 10,000-seater auditorium at Quasibanta Mission. Uh, he is not only the engineer but the architect for it and uh, wonderful having him uh, as one of our guest speakers here. We've had a number of different missionaries from different backgrounds able to contribute to this and so it's, it's been really enriching time. Yaku, welcome. Good to have had you here. What led you to come and join the Great Commission course? Well, I've been on Frontline Fellowship's emailing list for a number of years now and I've always found the material challenging, thought-provoking and uplifting. Some two and a half years ago, I found the occasion to attend the Biblical Worldview Summit, which I would recommend for anyone, anyone in South Africa. At that time, unfortunately, I was not able to attend the GCC. And in recent times, the doors opened and I was able to be here. And how have you found it? What particularly has struck you or impressed you as interesting and different? It's amazing how quickly three weeks can pass. Time flies when you're having fun. Definitely. What I definitely appreciated very much was how the how balanced the course was. We were ministered to in terms of the body, mind, and spirit. Body, you've heard of the uh, PT and the exercises, but I would also commend the uh, those who prepared the food for us. That was really a great blessing. And the, then you've heard about the lecturer lectures and also the different um, spiritual activities, the outreaches, all of that. It would be difficult to really uh, single out something that was special, but I believe that the one thing that struck me the most was the way of the master evangelism. I've always had challenges uh, speaking to people about my faith, awkward and all of that, and way of the master is a great tool to use that fits naturally into a conversation. I've found that very uh, beneficial and I've gained a lot of confidence in terms of sharing my faith with people. Have you had the opportunity to pray with people on the streets during this time and course? Yes, on a number of occasions. I remember one man from Malawi that we met, Franz Schuch, he has been in South Africa for three years and he hasn't seen his family for about two years. And we were able to pray with him that the Lord would resolve his situation because being away from your family like that is definitely not a healthy thing. No, indeed. So anything particularly you would like to challenge the listeners with of what struck you at the course or that you think people need to be alert to and implementing in their own lives? I would refer back to the clip here of all outreach that others have also mentioned. I believe that all of us as Christians need to be involved in the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Uh, now, depending on our gifts and our skills and our interests and the situation that we find ourselves in, that involvement may take different forms. But regardless of where we are, there's always a ministry or something close by that is in need of people. Mm-hmm. There's never enough workers to, to get the job done. And if we can volunteer... Uh, Maybe do research on what is close to us and go and volunteer there, help the people, uh, help to maybe share some of the load that the guys are carrying. Many of these ministry opportunities are challenging to the guys who are there full time. And if we can help lighten their load, that would be a blessing. 
Yes, indeed. And how do you find some of the historical tours, like when we went to Huguenot Monuments and Museum and to uh, Salem Biblical Gardens? The Huguenot Monument one was especially inspiring. Uh, if you know the history of the Huguenots, they were persecuted back in France and ultimately they had to flee their country. But they retained their faith, their Calvinist faith, and when they came to South Africa and other parts of the world, they were a blessing when they, when they came. They were hard workers, they persevered, they retained their faith. And I do believe that is a, um, a challenge to us as well in, in our day. When things are challenging, are we still being obedient to the Lord? Are we still living out our faith? Are we still being a blessing to those around us? Yes, indeed. Thank you so very much, Yaku. Thank you. Well, we had the chance of going to Salem Biblical Garden as well, which was just tremendous. Um, uh, set up near Wellington, all biblical types of plants and different displays reminding one of great events in redemption history. From the Bible, we were able to sing hymns and pray and discuss the significance of each one through there. And uh, that was just a nice meditative discipleship orientating uh, time. We've done a lot of pray, praying and singing and hymns uh, during this course as well. And uh, we've got other young men who've been part of the course who are not in the studio right now because they've got some other activities they're busy with. But one young man actually cycled over 860 kilometers from the Orange Free State to come to this missionary training program. Now, the youngest person we've got on the course this time is Corin, all the way from KwaZulu Natal. Welcome, Corin. Thank you. So, what led you to come to the Great Commission course? Um, I've always known Frontline Fellowship for a long time. I think since I was like 13 years old. And since then, we, the first lecture Dr. Peter Hammond gave at our mission, I was so inspired. And when I heard that he offers courses, I've been wanting to join it ever since. Um, I thought it would be a great opportunity to join to strengthen my faith, to learn more about the Bible, and um, so that I can grow more in him and even help others lead others to Christ. And how have you found it? Um, what's particularly interested you during this course? I love the lectures. I'm not a type that really enjoys sitting through, like, you know, listening to people talk for a long time. But um, what I like about this course is that Dr. Peter Hammond makes it so interesting. He gives um, history because I'm not a really history person, um, especially at school. So the idea that I could listen to such amazing knowledge and um, the PT that we do and the hikes that we do, the amazing food we are we are given. It's just amazing. We've really been blessed. We've we've had some great good friends of the mission helping us out with catering and all of that. And it's the first Great Commission course we haven't got my wife overseeing and helping. She's been part of all of them. But we've had some good friends from Quasabanta Mission helping out and it's been phenomenal. So in fact high standard of food. Um, although I was concerned at one point how would we manage, but um, by God's grace, it's been superior. So um, with the different challenges that you've been facing, like the night hikes and uh, morning PTs and all of that, um, how have you found it? Is this something that you're comfortable with or is it taking you out of your comfort zone? Um, not really. I do enjoy um, generally uh, sports. I'm very unfit, but um, I enjoy, for example, I used to do athletics, tennis. Um, so I enjoy it doing with people. So what I like about PT is that we're all suffering together. <laughs> <laughs> and also night hike was amazing. I've never been on a night hike before, first time. And I found it amazing because 
of how serious we had to take it. Seriously, we had to take it. Um, we had to carry five kgs in our backpacks, and we well, had to ladies had to carry five kgs. Yeah, and the men had to the carry ten kgs. Yes, so that was pretty cool, and that um, you know you uh, basically had to make it look like as if it's in like a real scenario. How would you, if it was in real life, how would you smuggle Bibles across a border without getting caught? So that was pretty amazing. I loved every minute of it. And of course, you will be fit by the time we finish the climb over Table Mountain. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, tonight, yes. Don't, no, no, well, we intend you to do it all on your own feet. <laughs> so, Corin, uh, what would you say to people who are, are considering ministry and missions, maybe in own areas uh, that you've learned here at the course? What challenge would you leave with listeners? Um, well, if you, I would actually just say, um, join the course actually as a, as a way mm-hmm. to help you. Cause like for me, um, actually embarrassingly, even as a Christian, I barely know the Bible. I am not the, the most amazing person when it comes to the Christianity path, but this course definitely helped me. It, it, we did like. Um, like just in, just a minute when we had to not stutter or repeat ourselves, we had to do all these drills and basically and find verses in the Bible quickly and all those drills and activities we did really strengthened us. So I would say if you are able to, you don't live too far away, try and join this course so that it can help you pursue if you want to go into ministry or whatever. Bible drill and adjustment are great uh, skills to have. In fact, many youth groups and could implement many of these principles. Bible drill is simply uh, where we uh, challenge people to get to the verse uh, the quickest and there are prize for the people to do the very best at uh, the end of the course. Um, either memorization or knowing where to go or how fast to get to the verse. And uh, it gets quite competitive, actually. And uh, the the Bible drill is a good way because some people can flounder backwards and forwards between the testaments, not even sure which testament the book's in. Uh, but we make sure our folks really know how to get around the Bible well. And adjustment is a debating skills game. Uh, for example, if you're on radio and you've got just limited moment phone-in program and you've just got to communicate quite a bit in, in a few seconds or maybe even a minute, you seldom get more than that on a radio phone-in program. So uh, it's, it's based on that sort of scenario. Uh, but for people who can't come or would like to get a preview, they can go onto the Frontline Mission Essay.org mm-hmm. website, have a look at some of the audios and videos of presentations we've given at the Great Commission course. You can go into our video library and go down and look at Great Commission courses, and you'll get some of the galleries of different lectures that have been done before at the Great Commission course. And you can go through a few as you like, or maybe screen it to your midweek um, Bible study or, or prayer fellowship that you're part of. And uh, in this way, you can replicate. If you get hold of the handbook or the manual, Great Commission Handbook uh, is soon to be printed as soon as funds allow for that, uh, but it's available in the ring-bound format at least now until we get it properly printed and bound. And the Greatest Century of Missions book, which is filled with 19 biographies of inspiring missionaries who've done the work before. So you can get a bit of a feel of the Great Commission course even at a distance, but we can't replicate the PT, the practicals, mm-hmm. the outreaches, the mountain climbs, the night hikes and all of that uh, virtually, but at least you can get some of the lectures. So um, thank you so very much, Corinne. Anything else that you'd like to add as a challenge to listeners? Um, I think just uh, don't um, be hard on yourself. Try and what I loved about this course, it helped me gain a lot of confidence because um, um, it's be, having confidence in yourself helps in, so that you can 
go up to people and tell them about the Lord, to just be out with people, to share important things with them. So I think that's what I challenge. Try to um, believe in yourself, read your Bible every day, pray, um, be part of, if you can, church groups, mm -hmm. try and get out more, be with fellowship Christians. That really helps. The more you do it, the more confident you get in yourself. There's nothing like feet on the street, boots on the ground. That's, in fact, the symbol of the Great Commission course, Laced at Boots. We're very grateful for your prayers, for your encouragement and your support, without which none of these ministries would be possible. Um, thanks to designated support, we've recently, just in the last few weeks, been able to equip pastors and evangelists throughout South Africa with Bibles in their own indigenous languages, particularly in Khoza and Afrikaans, and 100 Bibles to young people in KwaZulu-Natal for a youth conference, and a whole lot of Bibles to Chewa to evangelists and pastors in Malawi. And we praise God for these special projects donations, which are designate gifts to enable us to buy these Bibles, which they're quite expensive indigenous languages, but mm. it's so important. The best missionary, missionary is the Bible. And that was one of the presentations. The best missionary is the Bible in the mother tongue. And so uh, we are praising God for the container that's coming through the harbor. And we're expecting any day now that we'll have 17 to 18 ton container to offload with a whole lot more Bibles and books to distribute completely free throughout Africa. We distribute on average year from 100 tons to up to 200 tons of Bibles, books, Sunday school materials throughout Africa, completely free. And uh, that's part of our Literature for Africa ministry. If you go on the Frontline Mission SA.org website, you can see videos on Bibles for Africa, Literature for Africa, Missions to the New Mountains of Sudan, uh, interviews uh, on Sudan uh, with the Persecuted Church, uh, Behind Enemy Lines for Christ, that's a new video as well. And um, you can also see some GCC videos. There's some videos giving a review of previous Great Commission courses. So thank you so very much for joining us. May you continue to pray for the people we've been reaching on the streets, uh, that the Lord would continue to work in the hearts and through the literature, the thousands of leaflets that have been distributed throughout townships in the last uh, three weeks. Uh, pray, Continue to pray for the safety of our people as they travel back to their different homes and minister there. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. May God bless you. Go in peace and serve the Lord.